Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is Tom and Bach. Coming at you live from Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts. Tom Stevens. I, I always tell people, I just hope they see a guy that loves what he does. Jake Bakoven. I didn't get any stupider, I know that. Uh, I had never been very smart. Tom and Buck starts now. Welcome in. It is Tom and Bach. I'm Tom Stevens. That's Jake Bakoven. Back on a bye weekend. What'd you do with your bye weekend, Jake? Oh, you know, watch college football. <laughs> it's it's, it's the same something thing. completely different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it's great though to uh, you know when once you when when you cover the Husker game, you know you miss a lot of the the yeah. action. So it's nice to sit on the couch and just watch a nice full day of college football. I'll admit, by the time it got to the night games, uh, my interest had wavered Wait. because there weren't as many big games in the night. But the eleven yeah. o'clock and two thirty. Uh, kickoff times were great. There were some good games oh, over the weekend. Uh, you had the Texas Tech 62-yard field goal, which was oh, pretty yeah. cool. South Dakota State with a Hail Mary to win that game. Uh, nobody watched that game, but they everybody we also saw the highlight yeah. uh, of that. Uh, you had Oklahoma falling to Baylor, which uh, was – and then there was some controversy at the end of that game because Dave Aranda decided to kick a field goal. Uh, to make it twenty-seven yeah. to seventeen, that really post the fans already storming the field. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Was after the fans already the, stormed the, the fans field, the fans had already stormed the field. They had to get all the fans off the field and then bring the kicker back, or bring the teams back and kick a field goal uh, that pissed off Lincoln Riley. But Dave Rand explained it, saying if there's a tiebreaker, then they're going to need those points. Yeah. Uh, so you buy that. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know why you wouldn't. That makes yeah. if you're going to have silly rules to to, to choose your yeah. <laughs> choose your champion, yeah. then they have to go ahead and uh, yeah. you know coach to those rules. So it makes sense. Uh, you had Mississippi State down, I think, twenty eight to three at one time, coming back uh, and beating Auburn. Uh, it was like 35, 40, 35, 24, or no, it was actually forty two to. 35, something like that. Anyway, uh, yeah. they, they were down uh, big 28 to three and they came back and won that game. So there were some good games. Oh, in college. And, and you forgot Kansas breaking their 56 oh, right. game road losing. Uh, how can I forget that? 10. Kansas 12, and, and Lance Leopold, who used to be at Nebraska under Frank Solage. I think he was the recruiting coordinator on campus recruiting coordinator. 57 to 56. Texas has now lost five in a row. Uh, and that was kind of cool. That was a cool game. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't watching it live, but I. I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. What, if it was, was that even findable? <laughs> I think probably not. It's the largest. Uh, Texas was a thirty-one point favorite in that game. A thirty-one point favorite. That might be. I know it's the largest for Texas. It's. I think it might be the largest in the Big Ten era uh, that somebody was favored by thirty-one and lost. I can see it. Then, and, and I don't know why. I mean, I I know how bad Kansas is. Don't get me wrong, but that's a that's a lot. Of point points to give Texas, um, they're coming on. They now have a five game losing streak. They're coming off four straight losses to better opponents. Don't get me wrong, but that's the first five game losing streak in Austin since 1965. Uh, that Sark hire not looking good so far. 
No, it isn't. It isn't looking good at all. Um, I don't know. What to, I mean, is Texas even a good gig? I mean, we say it is all the time and probably will continue to say that with the right coach. But Herman feels like a better pick oh, he than was. Sarkeesian yeah. right now. I thought he was. I, you know, I, I don't know if I was at the point of not firing Herman because, but Herman was like nine and three all the time, um, which you know that's a problem that Nebraska fans can relate to. Or... We like nine and four much better. <laughs> yeah, no. But the point is, right. like, he was kind of on that nine right. win line and, yeah. and wasn't really, you know, kind of going up and down a little bit from there. But he was doing a lot better than like the, the Sark hire to me just wasn't inspiring. Right. It's it's going back to the the the, the Nick Saban you know offensive coordinator well, but he's already been at USC. He'd already right. been at Washington and had. Okay, results, but not n- nothing that would make me believe he was just going to be the next 10, 15 year guy at Texas. And it's not over. I mean, he could turn around. I just, I never thought that hire was very impressive. He feels more like an offensive coordinator. Uh, and he did that well at Alabama, was not great at Washington, was not great at USC. Yeah. Um, it, he feels like a not great coach who's probably more of a coordinator. Uh, and so who knows? I mean, he's got time. He's, they're going to give him a, a little bit of a runway there. Uh, also had Nebraska hoops, uh, of course, played Friday night, went to that game. That was fun. Oh, yeah. And we'll talk a lot about that. But the Nebraska women uh, look really good. Uh, they beat Al- Alabama a and M. I I know that's not a good team. And their wins so far are against three cupcakes. Uh, but they scored 108, 102, and 88 yesterday. Yeah, I wasn't impressed yesterday. I need 100 or more to be impressed. That's right. <laughs> uh, I think their scoring average is like 95, something like that. Uh, so the Nebraska women could be really good in basketball. We'll wait and see, but they are 3-0. and uh, Nebraska volleyball picked up wins over Maryland and Indiana. Not a lot of excitement except for what happened, you know, right around the national anthem time. Yeah, before the game. Uh, before the game. So uh, you already know about that. I don't, I don't want to spend a lot of time on that. Uh, but they did pick up two wins. Uh, against bad teams, bad competition. Uh, but then, you know, we'll wait and see. Penn State is this Friday, uh, a little better opponent on Friday, although this is not one of Penn State's better teams this year. Uh, Nebraska opens as a 10-point dog going to Madison this weekend. Uh, the Freedom Trophy on the line. Yeah. That's and, uh, that's uh, that's somewhat generous to me. That's just my yeah. first time hearing it. reaction is, I don't know. It's going to be tough. Wisconsin and their six-game winning streak has given up an average of 7.3 points per yeah. game. Um, I know Nebraska's offense is better than that, and I expect them to score more than that. But, you know, with all the offensive changes, that's just a, it's just not, not too many points. But, yeah. maybe I mean, they also probably have to factor in the fact that Nebraska only loses one possession games, and if they don't, they lose by nine. So, yeah. you know, that's, a, that's another factor I probably should consider. Uh, Wisconsin is the number one defense in the country, and it's not really close. Uh, the, Georgia, I think, is second best. Uh, they're not giving up yards. They're not giving up points. Uh, and... In their last, well, they've won six in a row, but their last four, they beat Purdue thirty to thirteen. They beat Iowa twenty-seven to seven. They beat Rutgers fifty-two to three, and they beat Northwestern this weekend thirty-five to seven. They're they're laying the wood, and they found they've found a running back. Oh yeah, Braylon Allen's a stud. That kid is six two two forty, and. I mean, he looks—he looks like the real deal. He's seventeen years yeah, old. Yeah, seventeen years old. 
Um, in Wisconsin, it's only a matter of time, right, before they get that next yeah. big-time guy, and yeah. usually it is a freshman. I mean, we see, we saw this with Jonathan Taylor. Um, you know, if he would have stayed his senior season, would have broken all kinds of records. Yeah. Um, it It's incredible. I don't know if something's in the water up there. I, I, they, they're able to always find these guys. Uh, you know, it's it, like I said, maybe there's been a year, once in a while there's a year, year and a yeah. half between finding the absolute stud, one of the, yeah. you know, the all Big Ten type of running backs, but doesn't take too long for him. Yeah, and they took away the car keys early on uh, from Graham Mertz after he started out horribly. Uh, but lately, he's gotten the keys back, and he was 18 of 23 over the weekend uh, in that game versus Northwestern, 216, uh, couple, uh, one TD and one pick. But he, he played really pretty well. Uh, Wisconsin just, once they figure out that, hey, no, we're not a passing team, Barry Alvarez must have made a call to Paul Chris and said, whatever you're doing, stop it. Just stop it. Uh, even though he's not really involved in the program anymore, uh, they found their identity. They stay patient with it um, because it. we were thinking Wisconsin's one of the five worst teams in the Big Ten at one time. Now I think they might be among the three best. I mean, if they're going, it, they have um, the inside track to get to the Big Ten championship. And I see that as a team that could win it. Really? You think they could spoil I, things for the Big Ten? I, I, well, uh, Ohio State's defense would worry me if I were an Ohio State fan. Uh, they gave up 31 points to Purdue. Yeah, their offense is in fuego, and they got Garrett Wilson back, and he was great. He had three TDs, one rushing TD. Uh, they look really good offensively, and C.J. Stroud was fantastic. But I'd be worried about that defense. They played well, I guess, against Nebraska. Only gave up uh, 17 points against Nebraska. Um, so I guess there's there's balance there. And the, the defense one week and the offense the next week. I I just don't know about uh, I don't know about that defense for Ohio State. Well, in Michigan. Pulling out yeah. the win this this yeah. past week, too, means yeah. things aren't quite over there. Michigan State right. has the game against Ohio State this weekend. I, I'm just loving it. The Big Ten East uh, battle is going to come down to, you know, you know three one-loss teams. Ohio State's loss coming from the non-con. Yeah. But either way, it's going gonna, it's gonna to come down uh, to who can win those. Uh, and it, it's just going to be an action-packed final few weeks in the Big Ten East, and it's going to be fun. And, and we were talking earlier about the college football playoffs. Um, you know, you're going to need some upsets there to go along with it because uh, if you want a clear picture or if you want Cincinnati in because Oregon's got a shot, um, maybe the, whoever wins the Oklahoma State-Oklahoma game, um, you know, if they win twice, likely they'll have to play again in the Big 12 championship game. Um, they would have a pretty good argument. Obviously, the SEC, a lot of it comes down to if Alabama beats Georgia, um, which I I'd have a hard time seeing, you know, mm. Georgia looks good. Yeah. Uh, Tennessee gave them a little bit early in that game, but they're just going to, they're just going to separate themselves. That was a lot I of think, points for Georgia. They gave them 17 points in that game. That's a yeah. lot of points for well, Georgia. Tennessee's like the number one SEC offense. Yeah. So if you, it's a lot of points when you only allow six points per game, right. but 17 overall is not a lot of points. Nebraska's defense that we love so much doesn't give up, you know, gives up more than 17 per game. So yeah. uh, it's a, uh, it's, it, I mean, you're grading them on a scale, but I, I think Alabama will be able to score against them. So it'll be, it'll be a little bit interesting when that game gets here, but there's just so much fun left in this college football season. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it, it's getting, it's getting pretty interesting for the final four. That's again, I don't know. Uh, are you a proponent for expanding the playoffs? Yes. <laughs> 
Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I, I just don't know if it, it would be as exciting if you get down to, to this end. I mean, you're having mo- more games. Your with, worry is that Alabama's going to get in more often. They're always going to get in. They're not always going to no get in. No matter what the rules are, they're almost always going to get in. And it's easier for them. Uh, if it's a four-team playoff to win it all, uh, then you've only got three other teams to compete with. Uh, if it's a 12-team playoff, then maybe a little harder, but they'd probably get a first-round buy. Who knows how they would design it, uh, or if they give them a home game if you go to a 12-team or a 16-team playoff uh, or an 18-team. Who knows? Uh, I think they're going to get in regardless. Uh, I'd like to. I'd like to have a few more people invited to the party. I'd like to see a Cincinnati get in. Or a one-loss Big 12 team get in. Or maybe ACC team. Just more more different faces. I, I, I'm so sick. At least you don't have Clemson this year. But you got Georgia and probably Alabama. If Georgia and Alabama both get in, I'm going to throw up. <laughs> Georgia's not like always. Georgia still hasn't won a title since like 1980. Yeah, but so they're somewhat new They've blood. been in the playoff. Before. Well, yeah. And, and, the, and, the, and the dominant head coaches are going to win the sport. I don't yeah. care if you have a 64-team playoff. It's always going to be Saban and Sweeney yeah. and, you know, these type of teams uh, up there. I just don't want to see it. Like, why, why would Ole Miss deserve just as much to get in as Georgia right now? Which would happen in a 12-team playoff? Yeah, well, again, something new. I like Matt Corral. That's fine, but they have two losses, and Georgia doesn't have any, yeah. and Georgia would be forced to play the SEC championship game, and Ole Miss wouldn't have to. I mean, I just I think yeah. that you would have to restructure college football a little bit differently. Yeah. Um, again, I know I'm in. I'm. I, I know Joel Klatt's a big proponent yeah. of expansion. We heard that. Yeah. If you're listening to some of the broadcasts, I I know I'm probably in the minority here, but I just I love the regular season, how tight things yeah. get, how important games are, rather than you know going into rivalry weekend. Yeah. Of course, was Nebraska plays on Black Friday and just having a bunch of games to go, well, it doesn't really matter. They're in regardless, but it depends on seating. Um, well, what do you think? Is Bach right? 464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Sutter Hammond Text Line. College football better the way it is with a four-team playoff? Or do you want to see uh, more faces in it? Do you want to see uh, more teams like Cincinnati? Or maybe a, a one-loss Wake Forest? <laughs> yes. If you want to see Cincinnati and Wake Forest to the college football That's playoff. Right. 
I, I hey, <laughs> what do we love? What do we love about the NCAA tournament? We love the the first weekend. Yeah, the upsets. The upsets. Uh, at least you've got a chance for an upset. You're probably not going to the disparity. It seems like in talent uh, from college basketball to college football is more dramatic once you get past the top five in the country. Yeah. It feels like anybody, in the, but, you know, in college basketball, it feels like anybody can beat anybody because uh, you've got the three-point line, and th- that kind of is even things out. Yeah. What is even hot. What is even things out in the level of the playing field in college football? Really nothing. No. Right? I mean, the, the college football playing field is not level at all. It's Alabama. It's Ben Clemson. It's Georgia. It's Oklahoma. Uh, maybe a, a Notre Dame. But there's not a lot of depth uh, as far after the top five. Uh, you, there's no, and you, I guess you do make a point that if you go to a 12 team playoff, it only means Alabama wins more often. <laughs> but at least I see new faces. I just want to see some new faces in the damn dance. Uh, it's a, it's not a dance. It's the college football playoff. But um, I, I just want to see different teams in. And the text line, Claytonia John says, 18 playoff. At least five conference champions, uh, three at large bids. Uh, that's the way to go. He thinks that's not awful. I wouldn't. I wouldn't hate that as much as a twelve-team playoff. And and, and I'm like, and I say hate. I'd have a lot of fun with the playoff um, if it's expanded. It'd still be fun. It's just I just love the regular season. Yeah. I met, I love these weekends where you know you can click around and see a bunch of games that matter rather than um, you know. I mean, because I, I I just don't know. It, it depends on uh, your your viewing pleasure, how you like it. If you like a, a like playoffs altogether, are the best way to, to crown a champion, but aren't a great way to crown a champion yeah. because you know you can have injuries or anything. You know, you know, one hot game is that really the way that, that is that really the best team that year? So it's a lot of fun to have that that argument. I just I just. I don't know. I just love college football this week, and I'd yeah. lo- like things to stay the way they are. I don't like change, Tom. Uh, I despise it, uh, so I'm surprised <laughs> that I want change, but I guess I'm just sick of the same old, same old when it comes to the 14 playoff. Uh, there were some dramatic moments this weekend in college football. Uh, South Dakota State over South Dakota. Was it? Or is that right? Or did South Dakota beat the South Dakota yeah, State? Yeah, I think it's that way. It was South Dakota that beat South Dakota State, uh, and this is how it sounded right at the end, the Hail Mary. Camp under pressure, lets it fly, almost gets it to the end zone, deflected up in the air, caught touchdown, oh, South Dakota! my gosh, you have got to be kidding me. Jeremiah Webb! Oh my gosh, was it Webb? I can't even see who caught it. Jeremiah Webb! What a game that young man had, and I, I can't believe it. I couldn't see who cut it. It was Jeremiah Webb. I just told you it was Jeremiah Webb. Uh, that so, was uh, the play-by-play guy was jacked. The the color commentator was like, "Oh, what happened? That's it. a that's uh, an amazing game." And it was uh, you showed me the video of the Kansas victory. They they tie the game in overtime. Uh, they have a chance to tie the game, but they don't kick the extra point. They go for two, because, yeah. uh, which makes a lot of sense. You're on the road. And it's going to happen eventually if you keep going yeah. in these overtimes. You're going to have to go for two. You have uh, you have the parents shooting the video, and it turns out to be their son. Yeah. Uh, was, was that Jerry? Was that or whoever was? That yeah. got the, uh, well, it's because it was his. he's like the third-string fullback. He, does, he, plays, he plays defense. Right. He's not. It was like his first college um, snap. So, like, was that our, right. did our – did our, just win that was the our, game? our son just won the game, <laughs> and he's terrible. He doesn't even play. He doesn't even play. He's not even very good. How did that happen? <laughs> he's uh, a freshman. Give him some time. Uh, I think the biggest moment, uh, Texas Tech, who fired their coach earlier this year, yeah. 
uh, kicks a field goal to win it. Jonathan Garibay, the boot is away, and it's good! Walk-off win for the Red Raiders, 62 yards! And you know, that's not even close to the longest kick in college football history. It's like 16, I was surprised, the college kick is longer than the NFL kick. Yeah. 69 yards. Yeah. From like back in the mid-70s. Right. There was apparently a lot of wind that day. But. Yeah. I, I don't know. How, well, I bet is because they were using a T. That's, that's right. In the mid-70s, they were they were using a T all the way up until maybe the early 80s. Were so, they really? Yeah. Huh. They allowed you to use a T. Did um, you still have a have a holder just there for fun? Well, let me tell you about football back in the <laughs> 70s, Bach. Was they this before to, the forward pass? This is way before the forward pass was legal. Uh, and they allowed a T. But no, it wasn't a bit, it wasn't the standard like kickoff size T. Oh. Um it was more of just like it was a little T that I don't know, it was a couple inches. It was like a field goal T. It was a field goal T and you could set it on the T and they could kick it. But and you I, wouldn't have a holder then, right? I you mean, had, no, you, you had a holder. You still had a holder? Of course you had a holder. <laughs> I'm they not, didn't snap it right onto the tee. You've, you've seen football <laughs> from the seventies, right, Bach? <laughs> like you just have an extra blocker. Well, you'd still so they would still snap it, and he would put it down on the right. tee. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, so I'm guessing that's where the 69 yard field goal might have come from. Yeah. It, it's an advantage just to get it off the ground. But that Texas Tech kicker, that was his first field goal over 50. Yet they still had, yeah. they still trusted him to hit a 62 yarder. Yeah. And Texas Tech, who, like you said, mm. fired their coach, is now bowl eligible. Right. Right. <laughs> They're six and four. It's funny how quickly this changes. You know, the discussion changes. Like, is Iowa State saying, "I don't know, Matt Campbell. I don't know if this thing is going to work well, out." I don't know Matt if Campbell. Going that far. But it it changes so quickly. I mean, Chip Kelly was on the hot seat a couple of weeks ago. They had a big win over the weekend. Not you know, Colorado is anything to write yeah. home about, but it helps. Uh, but they're going to make a bowl game. Yeah. Uh, I, I just these discussions go from either good to bad or bad to to terrible very quickly sometimes when it comes to coaching changes. Well, and that Matt Campbell is is interesting. Of course, he had the big extension or whatever, so his name's not really high on the list. Um, but I mean, it was it was for any big uh, job, and now that he's six and four with a team that was a preseason top ten, one of the best uh, running backs in the nation, um, you know, you, you kind of question that. Uh, that's the type of loss, and that's I kind of like those games too, where people don't maybe naturally look at them. But to go from like either seven and three to six and four, that goes from like, hey, your season's doing pretty good, you're you're uh, on the right, you know, to like, ah, oh, this isn't that great of a season, right. is it? It's amazing. I mean, one game can change things. Yeah. Like we complained about nine and four, but eh, ten and three is pretty good. That's a pretty good record, unless you're Frank Solz in two thousand. That's right. Uh, then That's you're fired because we're we had to, you know we're not going to sink to mediocrity. That's right. Uh, ten and three is mediocre. But ten and three was always compared to sixty and three. Right. It, I mean, when you lost, you won sixty before you lost three. I mean that. I, that's it's all you know depends on what neighborhood you live in. You compare your house to the you know the the one. Right uh, across the street yeah. or right next door. And you might think it's good, and then you go, well, their house is a lot better than ours. A lot better than ours. Um, four six four five six eight five. Got a busy show for you today. Uh, we've got box tops, the best of the weekend. Uh, some really good performances in college football uh, this weekend. The Big Ten Blitz will look at every Big Ten team. There's some good games in the Big Ten uh, this weekend. 
a wingman, we act out another movie. It is Movie Mania today. Uh, this is, I think, flawless acting. Uh, the rehearsal went pretty well. Oh, it did. Uh, we've got Frostbites. I think he is speaking to the media today. So we'll have that. Uh, Jimmy Watkins of the Omaha World Herald talking some Husker hoops. So a good day, a busy day uh, with Tom and Bach. More on the way. Download our app by searching 93.7, a ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. This is Tom and Bach. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.